When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos Podcasts, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. What's going on, Broncos country? Welcome to this edition of Horse Tracks. I am your host, Ross. I am a high school football coach and coach of the offense line over at Cole Valley. Shout out to my boys and welcome to another edition of the, some Broncos news, Broncos headlines. It's a lovely Tuesday, September 5th, and it's that week. Broncos football is finally here and it's time to beat the Raiders. So as we get into this week, just got some news coming from Monday. Um, and so let's go ahead and get into it and get you prepped for the rest of the week as we lead up to the inevitable when the Broncos hopefully, finally, please, 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 finally beat the Las Vegas Raiders. It has been a sad four years, especially when your boy has Raider friends, co-workers, that sort of crew, and it's, um, we're all feeling the embarrassment, but there's optimism in there, not just from the uh, organization, but from the fans as well, for me personally, so... We're going to see how this goes. But let's go ahead and get into the first bit of news because it concerns college football's latest and greatest breakout star from the local team, the Colorado Buffaloes. Because Travis Hunter, now there's a name we're going to have to lock in, not only in terms of Heisman Trophy runnings and NFL draft boards everywhere, but maybe more importantly, more specifically, Broncos fans are going to have to lock this name in because on the stream he did recently, he said he would want to stay in Colorado when asked about what NFL team he wants to go to. Now the que- So the question was, um, any ideas of what team you want to go to? That's not verbatim. That's essentially the question, though. And he replied that the Niners are his favorite team, but he wants to stay in Colorado there's some people leaking him to the Packers, but he really doesn't want to go to Green Bay because it's cold. So, I'm okay with that. Let's let's remember his stat line. His insane stat line. This, like, high school level going against bad team stat line. He had 110 snaps play. I believe that was... It was, I'm pretty sure it was 60 defensive and 50 offensive to Cope and Flip, though, but it was 110 total snaps played, 11 receptions, 119 receiving yards, an interception, and three tackles. This man went off. He went crazy. And it would be incredible if the Broncos were able to have a talent like him, whether it be to bolster their defensive backfield, which is already looking good and could get way better still, or whether it's to more than likely probably, to bolster their receiving cord that can't stop getting injured. So maybe for that fact alone, that bad <laughs> shoot you, if you want to call it that. Um, maybe he doesn't want Colorado, but no, no, let, let's no, let's be positive because the Broncos might get a fantastic playmaker. Let's keep a look at this draft and maybe the next couple ones to come as well. 
So, the next news is just some interesting stuff here coming out of Vegas. This is via uh, ML Major League Football over on Twitter. I didn't see which exactly Vegas, you know, betting agency or whatever posted these odds, but these are the odds apparently. For the quarterback that's most likely to be replaced during the season. Russell Wilson is overly hated and this tweet is so stupid and just goes to show you how weird I, I, I yeah i'm okay with weird how weird the russell wilson hate is and how weird the media is whether it be you know professional media whether it be these twitter heads or anyone you talk to really the russell wilson hates weird because on this list of quarterbacks most likely to replace during the season russell wilson was the picture of the tweet you know the one that the, the grabbed the attention was extremely clickbaity because he ranks 21st most likely at 51 odds but you know you still gotta use him as a picture you know clickbait because you know everyone likes to clown and hate on russell wilson for whatever reason i still don't understand it it's a thing and it's really stupid the top five goes baker mayfield at two to one odds sam howell at four to one odds ryan Tannehill at six to one odds cj stroud at seven to one odds and mac jones at seven to one odds as well the last five can you guess it it'll be Patrick Mahomes, lamar jackson josh allen jalen hurts and aaron Rodgers. um sorry um I'm recanting my previous statement. This is from Bet Online underscore AG. Um, so this is from Bet Online's odds. Just nothing. I mean, obviously, bit of, bit of news there. Um, it's good that these odd odds makers are um, low on Russell Wilson getting replaced. Maybe it's because you know Jared Sim had a whatever um, preseason. Hopefully that. His performance obviously was good, so it looks like a great backup. But hopefully his performance quenches the whole crowd that's like, plays to them over, over Russell and that that kind of deal. You guys are kind of going to use the word again, weird. Like, no, I don't get it. I'm sure most of you guys listening to this will agree that Russell Wilson hate is probably undeserved. It's a little weird. Is what it is, I guess. So, moving on to the last little bit of news, we got some roster updates for all of you. The uh, One of the biggest signings in free agency, definitely one of the most expensive signings in free agency, right tackle Mike McGlinchey is fully on track for Sunday against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, this is what Peyton had to say about his practice against the Rams um, when they had those joint practices. Quote, I think good. I think what was important, the joint practices for him, I think were significant. He wasn't going to play in the game, but if you count the reps and study how much we did against each other, it was beyond the game. That was his goal, ramping up and being ready to to get some real live work versus good people. I think that really helped him. So the good news here, I mean, going back, he's still looking good from the week ago against the Rams. And now he's looking to be just in really good shape, building off of what, if he was at this spot last week, just imagine where he's going to be for Sunday. And that is big, big news because uh, the offensive line, if you guys have watched the live streams or the subsequent videos or podcasts um, from yours truly, uh, we'll be doing another one uh, later this week. Uh, Breaking down the Broncos offensive line from this uh, preseason, they're looking like they should be in good shape. Now, obviously, if we take a look at their first week, 
Bowles was really rusty coming off that broken leg. Uh, ben Powers, a little rusty getting with his new team. Yeah, Quinn Miners, good in the run, still struggling in the past. Isaiah Prince, yeah, not too bad. Obviously, the Broncos moved on from him, though. And then you had Lloyd Cushenberry, who, in my opinion, was the weakest link on the Broncos offensive line from last year. He actually looked to be the most improved and was one of the better performers during preseason as a whole. So that's really encouraging stuff. The Broncos offensive line should be in good shape because Ben Powers, I mean, Take a look from you know their first week to their last week against, um, or at least maybe the second week because the Stars against the Niners. Ben Powers looked a lot more improved and a lot more comfortable. Um, Garrett Bowles looks slightly better. Lloyd Cushenberry still look good. Quinn Miners looks slightly more comfortable. Um, and then you have Mike McGlinchey coming to this, and this is the unfortunate thing is that he wasn't able to get good reps, you know, with the Broncos um, during the preseason. So. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Don't be mad or annoyed or even worried if the Broncos offensive line takes a drive or two or even takes a game, a, two games, three games, four games to really get that offensive line rolling because that's how these things work. It takes time for the offensive line to develop, um, especially when you have one very key member, a tackle, not able to perform with the team during the preseason. So that's going to be something to take a look at. But don't don't worry. This it's, it's just what happens for all offensive line. Let me tell you, from experience, from watching it, offensive lines, it's the hardest position to get up to game speed with, especially because you have to have all fives, all five guys performing peak performance and being on the exact same page for it to work well. It's going to take a while. Don't be worried. But Mike McGlinchey, he's in good shape. Again, a lot of reps during practice. So hopefully that's going to transition to the game, even though it's very hard for practice to transition, to perfectly transition over to games. Still something that we are hopefully going to see from McGlinchey. It'd be nice to see him get up to full speed sooner rather than later. Um, obviously excited to see how that works out. Um, then the Broncos' is, uh, rookie, Riley Moss, he practiced on Monday for the first time since core surgery. He said, quote, that he's, he said that he's taking, quote, day by day. Um, and he said that the injury was a blessing in disguise, in fact. He could watch his teammates from a different perspective, study film, and understand the defense. Moss had a good grasp of Denver's defense before the injury, but watching it from far is allowed to see things that he wouldn't notice when playing. Their other cornerback, Damari Mathis, who suffered a ankle injury during joint practice with the Rams on the 23rd of August, also returned to practice on Monday. He said, quote, I feel good. I feel explosive. My ankle is good. Well, there you go. He's good. And uh, another um, update with the on the injury front, um, we got a couple more of these. Defensive tackle Mike Purcell is feeling the coat ready to go for Sunday, and especially this is this is big. The Broncos don't necessarily have tons of depth in the defensive line. The pass rushing, maybe interior defensive lineman, not really. They'll need that solid inside run defender that is Mike Purcell to be able to help counter the whole Josh Jacobs rushing attack. 
And then some of the last injury news is on wide receiver Jerry Judy. He was stretching with the team and then conditioning work on the side on Monday. Um, it's a positive sign, you know, with less than two weeks past from suffering that ankle injury that was on August 24th. Um, and then there's some number um, changes um, for the Broncos roster. This includes five players. Um, Cornerback Tremont Smith, he is now number one. Punterelli Dixon is now number nine. Marvin Mims Jr. is now number 19. Fabian Moreau is now number 23. And uh, Jaquan McMillan is now number 29. And then last bit of news is that Christopher Allen was officially released from the injury reserve with an injury settlement. Now, make sure to let us know your thoughts on all this Broncos news. Hit us up at Mile High Report. Find us on YouTube, um, Mile High Broncos Podcast with the Fanford Sports Network exclusive. Um, and feel free to let us know. Also, find us on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter at Mile High Report. Um, I have been Ross. It's been a fun time being able to talk about the Broncos playing a game on like a real game on Sunday. Can you believe it? Let's go, you guys. Keep it locked here for um, all of the news um, in regards to their game against the Raiders. going to be a big week uh, for us here at Mile High Report. going to be a big um, and uh, Mile High Broncos network or radio. Um, and it's also going to be a big week um, for Broncos fans and the Broncos everywhere. So glad to be back. I'm glad you guys are with us for this entire season, whether you're joining us from last year, whether you're new fans for this year, we really appreciate the time um, that you guys are spending with us over on these radio or video or YouTube waves, whatever you want to call it. So with that being said, you guys go out and have an awesome week. God bless you guys, and we'll see you in the next one.